welcome to the Casey City Church Audio Podcast. We pray you enjoy this following sermon. Thanks, Pastor Larry. Let's just open with a word of prayer. There's nothing like prayer before we share. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can gather this morning around your word. But Lord, as we read your word, I ask you, Lord, that I salve would be placed upon our eyes, that you would open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear what it is that you're saying to us as a church and what it is that you are saying to us as individuals. Well, Father, we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if a number of you were observant just then, you will have noticed that I opened my notes and I opened my Bible. I'm going to close my Bible. I'm going to close my notes. And you know what? I might as well go and sit down because everything that I wrote down in here has already been said, has already been sung. And I was asking the Lord this morning, confirm your word. I might as well be just saying word for word what has already been said, but I'm going to highlight some things. Is that okay? Because I feel like God wants to do something this year. And you know what? Yes, 2020 is a year that I would, in some respects, rather forget who's with me. I'd rather forget. But you know what? There are some keys that I learned in 2020 that I am bringing into 2021. One of those keys is intimacy. Intimacy with God. Intimacy with His Word. Intimacy with His presence. Amen? So we're going to go for a little while here. And if I get a little bit excited, you'll just learn to love me a little bit more. Amen? So, I started out January 1, and I said, Lord, what are you going to do this year? And my wife has got a lot of things on her plate for those that know her well. And we just sat on the bed the other day, and we were just saying, Lord, what are you saying? And Susanna began to pray. And then it was like I was in the movie theater. And the video screen comes down. And I see me on the video screen, but not me, the person, but how God was viewing me from heaven. And I saw this metal water tank. There was no water per se inside. There was some sludge. The water level had gone all the way down. And there were some cracks. I started to cry because there was nothing left of me inside. And the Holy Ghost said, I'm going to clean you up. I'm going to remove the sludge. I'm going to not only weld together some of the cracks, but I'm going to make you new on the inside. And then I'm going to fill you up with the water from heaven. 
the water of my Holy Ghost, the water, the river of God is going to fill you up this year. And then I'm going to turn on the tap and I'm going to pour you out. But you're not going to have a lid on you anymore. How many know that a lot of rainwater tanks have lids on them and only a pipe comes in? God said, no more lids. You're going to get the full dosage. So 2020 for me was a year I'd rather forget. But it's a year that I've learned from. And I am bringing into this year, this year is a life of intimacy. I titled my message for this year, 2021, A Year of Authority and Power. A year of encounters with the living God. And that has already come out this morning. Even suddenly has come out this morning. And that's what I want to go on. Even I was going to go in and foundations. We sang foundations. So I'm going to highlight some things this morning, church. Is that okay? Now, and I said, Lord, what, how's this going to flow? God's good at answering you back when you just need a bit of a kick in the pants, right? What does a river do? A river winds its way from the mountaintop down into the valley and out into the ocean, right? It's never a straight line. I'm going to do a bit of river preaching this morning. We're going to just flow around some corners this morning with some of these highlights. Let me say this. It excites me to know that my God, I believe, is about to do something in the church of the living God that it has been needing for a while. Number one, there are fresh winds of the Holy Spirit that are being prepared to blow. There is a fresh wind that is about to blow. And it's going to come from the north and it's going to come from the south. It's going to come from the east and it's going to come from the west. There is a people that God is raising up who are prepared to take the good news of Jesus Christ to the greater body of Christ. There is a people that God is raising up who are prepared to take the good news of Jesus Christ to the community. Come on. There is a people that God is raising up who are prepared to take the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations. Casey City Church, God is raising you up to do those three things. The community, other churches, to the nations. There is one anointing but many applications. Did you hear that? How many know that we hear so much about there's an anointing for this and there's an anointing for that? No, there's one anointing, many applications. The anointing is there to heal. The anointing is there to restore. The anointing is there to raise up. The anointing is there to develop. The anointing is there to declare. The anointing is there to impart. One anointing, many applications. Here's one. The emphasis of one and three is going to become a clear and mandated word in the coming months and years. We heard W-O-N this morning. I'm talking about O-N-E and three. One God, three persons. Amen? 
Here's an interesting one. There is a funnel coming to the church in a way that a farmer brings the sheep to be able to drench them from all ticks, disease, and other irritants. God is calling his church to be drawn into such a place that he can drench his sheep of his pasture with the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that they are prepared for the next season. There is a season. There is a next season coming upon the church. 2021 is a season coming upon the church. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. There's something percolating on the inside, and I love percolated coffee, but it's more than just percolated coffee. There's something percolating in my spirit. There's something beginning to boil on the inside that says God is arising, and there is a faith that begins to arise. There is a level of faith that God wants to increase. He's actually turning up the heat. And God is going to cause the church to come to a place of boil. It is not the season of squabble and infighting, but it's a season of declaration, a season of authority and a season of power. The church of Jesus Christ needs to stand and begin to declare the purposes of God. This all might seem very simple. And words can be seen to be very simple. But when you take a stand, that, particularly when you've been lying down, asleep, sometimes getting up takes its toll. But the church needs to begin to declare, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest, to destroy the works of the evil one. What are you and I declaring? Are you declaring the good works of God? Despite what you've been going through, and we've all been going through different things, I've lost my job twice, three times last year. Three times. Each time we were on the verge of building our forevermore home. And each time we were just ready to sign, I lost my job. Now, either I can beat myself over the head and say, oh me, oh my. Or... Can you remember 12 months ago what Pastor Larry said? Three things. Trust more. Love more. And live in a state of expectancy. And every time that happened, church, I was reminded of those three things. And so I stepped into that. I'm trusting more. I'm loving more. And I'm living in a state of dependency on him. Because in Him we live, in Him we move, in Him we have our being. See, all of this was said this morning. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word, spoken or otherwise, be established. I believe that there is a fresh anointing coming upon concerning the power of the Logos word. Church, this word here, there's a fresh anointing that's going to come upon the written word of the Lord. And I, <coughs> excuse me. And then what happens when we're reading this word and then all of a sudden one verse, one word stands out at us? 
There's a fresh anointing coming upon the rhema word, the quickened word this year. Amen? There's a fresh anointing concerning praise and worship. It's not just seem to be doing a praise and all the instruments are up here and the word. No, there's a fresh anointing that's about to come upon praise and upon worship and you're going to break through. And dare I say it, there's a fresh anointing concerning prayer. There is a fresh anointing, still one anointing, but there is an emphasis that is coming upon prayer being renewed. Communing with the Lord. We sang this one this morning about foundation. Now, those that have got to know me a little bit since we got here know that I'm in the building industry. I'm a residential building estimator. And when I was going through my studies, we took a series on foundation. So what is a foundation? A foundation in building terms is that which is connected to the original source. Think about it for a moment. Connected to the original source. A foundation is alive and moving. Who's your foundation this morning? Jesus is my foundation, and he's, you know what? He's alive. He's moving. He's not dead. He's not droll. He's not asleep, but he's alive. Come on, church. Jesus is alive in 2021. A footing is what a builder puts into the foundation. What are you putting into your foundation this year? God or peripheral things? Each house, sorry, backtrack. This then forms the parameters of the house that you are going to construct. Each house has its boundaries that have been set there by the developer for that piece of land. But listen to this. However, what happens is that from God's perspective, as he looks down on planet Earth, He sees all these different sheep pens. He sees all these different paddocks throughout the entire world that each of us are in and have been developed from an original idea and vision but had to be changed due to disagreement or protected to some degree. Now what? God is finished with division. God is getting ready to pour out the river of God, the river of his presence in such a way that he's going to take all of the sheep from all of the pastures and he's going to lift them up out of their fences and bring them together as the body of Christ. Not the church of this and the church of that and the church of something else and the church of deliverance and the church of if, button maybe, but the church of Jesus Christ is going to stand this year. The church is going to become the body of Christ like it has never, ever been before. So as we come in for a landing, have you flowed with the river this morning? Have you gone around the curves and where are you going next? Whoa, ever been to a theme park and you've been on a floaty and then you've gone down all those big slides and cascaded down? Finally, 
How many know that when you read Paul and his Paulinian epistles, he says sometimes, finally, six times. <laughs> finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Finally, we need to revel in his presence and be revived. I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts. I don't know about you, but I love the book of Acts. There is something about this book that is still to be unfurled. Sorry, I've even forgotten a picture that God gave me. I grew up in a little town in southwestern Victoria called Port Ferry. Some of you might have heard of such a little town. 2,600 people. And my parents built a house right on the river. So every day as a four-year-old, I could watch boats come in and out of the river. And as I grew up, I went into Cub Scouts. And I had the privilege of going on an Australian Navy minesweeper, the HMAS Ibis, from Port Ferry to Portland in 50-kilometer-hour winds. And everybody was over the side. I've learned what it is to race around the island on yachts of 50-footers and steel hulls. My dad went to the Sydney Hobart four times. There's something in my blood about yachting, about sailing, about oceans, about rivers. And as the body of Christ, we need to raise the sails again. Because, as I said before, there is a wind that is beginning to blow. God wants the yacht, as it were, the sailing vessel. In seafaring terms, you either brought it up into the wind and sailed into the wind, which was windward to windward. Or you can put up that bright, big, spectacular, colorful spinnaker and run before the wind, surfing the waves, Whatever it is and wherever you're at in your life today, raise the sail again. Raise it again and say, God, blow upon me that I might even come into the very breath of God. Or I might even sail before you and see the power of your wind blowing upon my life. Whatever it is, church, do it. But you know what? You need to encounter God. Paul on the way to Damascus is my final thought. He wanted to tie up and send Christians off to prison. Here's the word, suddenly. Thirteen times the word suddenly is mentioned in Scripture. Six times it's negative and guess what? Seven times it's positive. Seven, three sevens are 21. There's something about the suddenlies of God which is a completely different message. Listen to this. In Acts chapter 9, Paul, as a devoted Pharisee, going about doing his own thing, and he encountered the living God. There's a song that we used to sing in my day. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full into his wonderful face. It's a wonderful face, the face of Jesus. And the things of this earth, they grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. 
You might be blinded by his presence, but you will know that it is him. Lord, what have I done? It's very hard to kick against the goads. Some of you might even need seasoned leaders to come upon you and take you into your Jerusalem where you get baptized again. But we need, I don't know how else to say it, we simply need church to encounter God on a daily basis. It can't be just one more encounter. It needs to be multiple encounters because every time you encounter God, you become changed and become more like Him. Church, are we ready to become more like Him? The world out there is asking, what is so different about you, church? They're looking for answers. They can't defeat this COVID. But there is a name that is more powerful than COVID. This name is above every other name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. There is the power that is found in the blood of Jesus. There is power that is in the Holy Ghost. You know what? We need more of the Holy Ghost in our services. We need to allow the Holy Ghost to be released again in our services, to be overwhelmed by the Holy Ghost. It's nothing against the the leaders. It's nothing against the worship, it's nothing against what has been done. All I am suggesting to you is that something on the inside of me says, there's more. God's not done yet. God's not finished with KC City Church. We have only just begun. It's taken 17 years to get to this point. But you know what? The next 17 or till Jesus comes or if he tarries, then he tarries. God's got a plan. God's got a destiny for each one of you. But he's got a destiny for all of us together to touch the community, to touch churches, to touch nations. And I can talk till I'm blue in the face, but let faith arise. Let your enemies be scattered. Let faith arise, because when faith arises, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, there's got to be something. There's an excitement. When you get around excited people, you can't help but get excited as well. Amen. I get around people like Krista. I get around people like Larry. I get around people of like-mindedness. You want to get, you want to grow? Just, just work your way up to somebody that's a little bit wiser than you are and, and say, hey, impart to me. Impart to me. Be a dad to me. Be an older brother to me, an older sister to me. I know I'm going like this, but God's doing something. Amen? Thank you. I'm going to leave you with this. Amen. There's a song. I love songs. Don Francisco wrote it. It's called The Power. Talks about the day of Pentecost. May I read in closing the chorus? Like peace and laughter joined into a whole. Because the power that came from Jesus that we'd felt for all these years was flowing deep and wide within my soul. Praise you, Jesus, for the Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus, reigning on the throne. Praise you, Jesus, for the power you've given. Praise and glory unto you alone. Praise you, Jesus, for your Holy Spirit. Praise you, Jesus, reigning on the throne.
Amen.